Amen. We thank God for another morning, another great day He has given to us. Uh, we will continue the devotion with what we were studying the last time from Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 25. And the topic for today is the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith. So I will I will start by reading the the, the scripture, which is Romans chapter four, verse seventeen to twenty five. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Hello. Yeah, please turn your microphone. I think it's too direct into your mouth. So, verse 18, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Cyrus' womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that, that what he had promised he was able also to perform and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him but for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised jesus our lord from dead 25 who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification amen If anyone can read another version, you can read another version of it. Romans 4, 17 to 25. Romans 4. 17 to 25. Okay. I'm coming. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. 25. I'm reading an NLT. Verse 17 says that that is what the scripture means. When God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in 
in the in the God who bring the dead back to life and who creates new things. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, "That's how many descendants you will have." And Abraham's Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though at about hundred years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Verse twenty. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact. His faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. 21. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promised. 22. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. Righteous. 23. And when God counted him as righteous, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit. It was recorded. It was recorded for our benefit too. Assuming us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in him, the one who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. The last verse 25. He was handed over to die because of our sins and he was raised to life to make us right with God. Amen. Amen. So we continue with what we were studying the last time. The God kind of faith. The God kind of faith. We see the faith of Abraham here being described. Abraham had the God kind of faith. What kind of faith do we have as Christians? Do we sometimes believe in God? Or we, we, we just know that God will do what he says he will do. But when we consider the word of God from Romans chapter 4 verse 17, the God kind of faith is the faith that believes in God, that quickeneth the dead. The verse 17 says that Abraham believed in the God that quickeneth the dead and caused the things that be not as though they were. So Abraham believed that at all costs, God will come through for him. Because he knew that even if the thing doesn't exist, once God had promised him, God could make it come to existence. That is why the verse 17 says that God who quickened the dead and called the, the things which be not as though they were. So if God promises us something and the thing does not even exist, God is able to bring it into existence. That's, that's the God kind of faith. That is 
the level of faith Abraham was operating in. And Abraham knew that even if the thing dies, God is able to raise it and bring it to life. And we continue to the verse 18, which says that, Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. So it means that the God kind of faith deals with what God has spoken about your life. So first of all, you have to know what God has spoken about your life. Abraham knew that God had said he would be the father of many nations. So that is where he started from. So once he knew the word of God about his life, he he stood on it and even hope against hope. When there was no hope, he still hoped and believed that what God has said, he will bring it to pass. That is because he had heard the word of God directly about his life. This morning, in considering the God kind of faith, I don't know what word God has personally spoken to you about your life or what prophecy you have received from reading the word of God or from a man of God. But the verse 18 is teaching us that the God kind of faith hold on to what God has spoken. So the first thing that you, you need to realize in this is that you, you have to hold on to what God has spoken. Some of us, we don't even know what God has spoken about our lives. And once we, we know to, we, 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 we just somehow believe that, okay, it might happen or it might not happen. But then Abraham was, he was fully convinced, he was fully persuaded that once God had spoken it, That he, he was the father of many nations, many nations. When God told Abraham that he, he was the father of many nations, he did not even have one son. But God was telling him that he was the father of many nations. Probably God has, has told you that you, you are a billionaire, or you travel around the world, or you have a wonderful marriage or you, you, you do your master's, your PhD, but as at now, considering the things around you, you've not, you don't even have money on you, but God is telling you you will be a millionaire, or God is telling you that probably your ministry will be a worldwide ministry, but yet you are struggling with just a few number today. But... 18 is telling us that Abraham hoped against hope. So when all hope was gone, he still held on to what God has spoken. So the basic thing is that you should know the word God has spoken about your life. You should know the prophecy God has given about your destiny. Although it, it might not be manifesting now as, as at Abraham, 
Abraham had all the reasons to believe that what God has spoken to him would not come to pass. Because from 75 years to 100 years was like 25 years. And how many people will believe that they can still give birth at the age of 100? But Abraham still held on to what God has spoken, that it will come to pass. This morning, I don't know how long that prophecy in your life or on the, the prophecy on your head has kept and you think that it will never come to pass. But this morning we are standing the God's kind of faith which which says that God even quickens the dead and bring, and cause those things which be not as though they were. So God is still in the miracle business of doing everything that he has said he will do. And the 19 is saying that be, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a, a hundred years, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Meaning that Abraham had all the reasons to doubt God because he, his body was weak at the age of 100 and Sarah was barren and even she had entered into menopause. How could this be? Sometimes we tend to ask the question that Sarah asked. Sarah was laughing when the angel told her that she would give birth to her son. And Mary also asked the same question that how can this be? Sometimes when God tells you something about your life, when God gives you a certain message about your life, you tend to believe that how can this be? Because you consider the physical circumstances or the physical situations you find yourself in. As I was explaining, God can tell you that you have a, a worldwide ministry. Yet, right now, when you consider yourself, you don't even have a passport. You don't have anyone you, you know who can link you abroad. But God is saying that you have about one million congregation, and yet you are having just two now. But you don't consider the physical circumstances as Abraham did. Because once you consider the physical circumstances, it will make you weak in faith. That's what the verse 19 is saying that, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. So once you start considering the things around, you start being weak in faith, just as Peter. Peter on the sea, Jesus called Peter to come to him. Peter started walking on the sea going to Jesus. But then he got to a stage where he stopped and started looking around, looking at the waves and the roaring of the sea. And that, that weakened his faith and he started drowning. So in, in considering faith, in looking at faith, faith is, is, is just like let me put it in quote. It's, it's like you are going mad. No one understands you. But then you know the, the word, the specific word God has given you. So when everyone is saying that this, this person is mad, he doesn't know what he or she is about. 
you know the particular word. I'm sure that at that time, some people will be laughing at Abraham. That how can you change your name from Abraham to Abraham, meaning the father of many nations, when you don't even have a son? But then Abraham did not consider what people was, were saying. He just knew the word that God had spoken to him about, that he was the father of many nations. So even when he was 100 years old, even when Sarah's womb was dead, he said that still he did. God's faith is looking at is your, your conviction that God is able to do what he says he will do. That is why Hebrews 11 verse 1 is saying that faith is the, the substance of things hoped for. So the, the thing you are hoping for it, that it will come. And he says that it is the evidence of the things not seen. And I was explaining evidence when you send evidence to court, what is an evidence? An evidence is the is the, the physical proof you have to 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 judge your case. So that once the evidence comes in, we can we can everyone can see the evidence and use it to judge that okay because of this and that you are acquitted and discharged. But the, the faith we are looking at, it says that it is the evidence of the things not seen. Wow. So this evidence, you are having your evidence, but no one can see it. Only you can see your evidence. And God is looking at the evidence you are bringing to him to show that you really believe what he is, he is telling you. So Abraham brought his evidence to God that God... I know that right now I'm, I'm, I don't even have a son. I'm 100 years. My wife has entered menopause. But we are not looking at the physical circumstances. This is my evidence. My evidence is my faith that I'm bringing to you. So how did he bring his evidence to God? It says in the verse 20 that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief that is bringing his evidence so how do you bring your evidence to god with the things he has speak, spoken about your life what what the, the 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 funny thing about our evidence is that it is spiritual everyone don't see it but we you yourself you yourself inwardly god is looking at your heart what you are bringing to show that God, I believe, I believe. It's not about my works. I just believe what the 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 promise you have said about my life. So He said. Do you do you show to 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 God that God I believe what you are speaking about my life? Is that how Abraham used from the statement? Okay, please check your microphone. There is noise. 
Hello. Hello. Remove your microphone and insert it again. Is he okay? Yeah. Okay. So he he grew strong in faith by giving glory to God. So the the second thing we considered was we don't have to look at our physical circumstances, but because that will make us weak in faith. But the only way we can also grow strong in faith is by giving glory to God. Other version says that he he by giving praises to God. It means that Abraham had not yet seen Isaac, but he was just praising God. Sometimes what you are looking for has not come, but God is looking at your response to his word. So you, you just have to start praising God even though you have not seen it. Even though the, the, that ministry has not come, you, 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 you praise God for it. Even though that money that you are looking for has not come, you, you just praise God. You just, you just thank God for that. Because he says that God who is able to bring the things that are not as though they were. It means that even if the thing is not there, God can create it and bring it to existence. So once, sometimes physically right now, the thing is not there. But once you start praising God, it starts bringing the thing into being. That's why the verse 20 is saying that he grew strong in faith as he gave glory to God. So... You, you start praising God for that marriage. You start praising God for that traveling door. You start praising God for that financial breakthrough. That is the God kind of faith. You don't have it. You don't, you don't have it. But the evidence you are bringing is your praises. God told Abraham that he was the father of many nations. Abraham was praising God by even changing his name to suit what God has said. So he changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. From Abraham to Abraham. Meaning that he he aligned himself with the word of God. He was praising God and he was believing God. So once we, we get... A, you sometimes you are reading the word of God and it it gives a certain promise to you, or God gives you a certain prophecy, or He speaks to you personally. But the thing seems so far fetched. You, you don't know how this thing can come about. The only th- the only way you can make it manifest is by praising God, and secondly, secondly you also have to pray and wage war according to the prophecy that is upon your life. First Timothy 1.18, Paul is telling Timothy that, Timothy, my son, according to the prophecy upon your life, you have to wage a good warfare of faith. So once God speaks something to you or tells you something, then you do not have to waver at the promise as you are praising God you have to 
wage a good warfare that is a prayer warfare you have to pray it until the day you see it manifesting that is why in isaiah 62 it says that we, we will not stop praying for jerusalem's sake i will not stop praying until it his his light is is established in all the earth and he says when you continue downwards he says i will not rest and i will not give god rest i say don't rest and do not give god rest so in in bringing the the word of god to pass and not wavering If you give up and say that, oh, sometimes you think, oh, I received some prophecies some five years ago and I'm still not seeing it, I'm tired, it will not even come to pass. But uh, uh, Timothy is, Paul is telling Timothy that wage a good warfare of faith according to the prophecy you have received. And you will not rest. It says don't rest and do not give God rest. You yourself that you have received the prophecy. Do not rest and do not give God rest. So Abraham was not resting, but he was fully giving God praise. And I love the verse 21. It says that, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform he was fully persuaded he was fully convinced that god was able to perform everything that he had promised sometimes we we, we are we are persuaded anyway but we are convinced but we are not fully convinced about what god is saying are you really, 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 really convinced that God will give you that job that he says he will give you? He will give you that, that career that he says he will give you. He will give you that marriage that he says he will give you. He will give you that ministry. Are you that fully convinced or you are just, oh, it can happen. Yeah? So because God has said it, it can happen. You see that Abraham was fully convinced. He was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. That is why James is saying that a double-minded person will not receive anything from the Lord. So you don't have to be here and be there. You have to be fully convinced. God, that is the evidence I'm talking about. The evidence is you being fully convinced. So you change your gears and move into full praises. You, you move into full prayers and you will not rest and you will not give God rest until God brings to pass what he has said about your life. Because I'm telling you that it might even take 100 years, but what God has said will still come to pass. And concluding... He says that it was credited to him for righteousness. It was imputed to him for righteousness. So once we 
we are able to sustain this kind of faith, we also get a reward of being called the righteousness of God. Because the 22 and 23 is saying that it was not imputed to him alone, but to us also, if we believe in the God who raised Jesus Christ from the dead. So, in this God kind of faith, we we don't have to to do anything. We just have to believe. We just have to believe. I want us to look at a scripture from the same Romans chapter 4 verse 5. Romans 4 verse 5. It says that, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So it is not about your work. He says that to him that worketh not. It's not about what you think, I'm, I'm working so hard, I'm, I'm doing everything so right. It's not about you. It is about believing in the God that justifies the ungodly. That is your faith. So it is, it is this faith that comes through grace. So it's not about how much you work. Some people, they are just so blessed and they just, they just walk. someone can just meet someone and bless the person with the house meanwhile you've been working like 30 years to get to our house so it's not about your words it says that believing in the god who is not about working coming to God just as and you see that after you do this it, it will be also credited to you for righteousness as it was credited to Abraham so we have to believe in the God who raised Jesus Christ from the dead that if God was able to raise Jesus from the dead then he can he's able to bring every situation in my life that is dead back to life he's able to do anything 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 everything is possible with god our last scripture for the morning we'll take it from hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. It says that, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. But faith is your evidence that you are sending. 
but what makes it difficult is that this your evidence is not seen no one sees it only you are seeing this evidence and you are sending it to god that god this is my evidence i'm bringing that i am fully convinced i'm fully persuaded about what you have told me it says that everyone that comes to god must believe that he is so you must believe that indeed god exists and he alone can help help you and he alone has all the power to help you and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him so in concluding i will say that we have to come to god with a different kind of faith which is the god kind of faith and he says that god is a rewarder he will reward you for your faith even though no one seems to believe what you are seeing sometimes you see something in your spirit but then no one is seeing it and it's like you are frustrated but then god is telling us this morning that we should hold on to that faith because he sees that he is a rewarder he will reward you for your faith we reward you for that that those prayers those praises that you are you are giving him even though you have not seen it he says a rewarder of them that diligently seek him so in concluding i will say that you have to diligently seek the lord diligently seek him by not resting and not giving him rest until he establishes our glory until every prophecy that he has spoken about our life is fulfilled until that promise is fulfilled so let's keep on and let's keep the fire burning let us hold on to the faith and i humbly pray that the holy spirit himself will help us all because if he doesn't help us we cannot do this let us praise god even in the darkest circumstance and god will show up for us amen amen wow wonderful amen. glory be to god all right uh, please if you have joined us this morning i believe and i know you heard something uh, so we have some few minutes and um, we we will take some uh, we will take some contribution from you so if you have any contribution to give to what the woman of God said please you are allowed to call in and if you have any question to regard this particular word that we shared this morning you are allowed to call you are allowed to call um is there anybody on the line like that anybody on the line like that if you have any question to ask before we will pray 
Is there anybody on the line? Is there anybody on the line who wants to ask question or contribute to what the woman of God said? Okay, I think it is okay now. So, Madam Morgan, uh, just ten minutes. You lead us into prayer. Into prayer concerning the word that we've heard this morning. The Lord should help us. Okay. So we thank God for His word. We we are about to pray. We are asking God that He should give us the God kind of faith. He should give us the faith that Abraham had because sometimes we tend to waver in our faith sometimes we, we get so frustrated we, we 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 tend so low because we are not seeing anything happening we pray that god should help us and give us the god kind of faith in jesus name Our second prayer, we, we are praying that may every word that God has spoken about our life come to pass. Because even at the age of 100 years, and when Sarah's womb was dead, everything that God said to Abraham came to pass. 
So we are praying that may there be a manifestation of every good promise that God has said concerning our life. Every prophetic word that we have heard, everything that we have heard about our destiny, may God bring it to pass in Jesus' name. that you have said that it may there be a performance in Jesus' name. May there be a performance of your word in Jesus' name. May there be a performance of your word. That we are fully conveyed in your word. We are fully persuaded that everything that you have formed, you are able to say that may there be a full performance of your word in Jesus' name. We are fully in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Let us thank God for His word today. Let us thank God that He has given us a mountain moving faith that He will help us to diligently seek Him. Let us thank God for His word. Let us thank God for His word. Our Father, we thank you. 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 Thank you.